We're fixing to have us a good day. This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Today's show presented by Rock Auto. RockAuto.com, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. I'm Zach Blackerby. You're Michael Pappas. Yeah, I am. I'm fired up today, man. I'm fired up. Another guy from Texas for you to talk about? Is that it? Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm mostly fired up, Zach, because um, the uh, people listening don't know this, but we're, uh, I, I think we're more obsessed with our uh, listener numbers and, and interaction than, than most people are. We just like spreadsheets and data and yeah. we're nerds and like that, but man... Uh, you guys have really been showing out. Yeah. It, I so, mean, it's like June happened and people are like, I need to listen to Locked on Auburn. It's been crazy. Yeah. So I'm fired up because the the you know, the the award winning listeners of this podcast. Yes. And all the other listeners of this podcast have me fired up today. Um so really just for starters, thanks everyone for tuning yeah. back in. I Thank mean, you for listening. We really appreciate so it. There are so many options out there, and you guys continually choose us, and that, that means a ton. All right, so big commitment yesterday. Lots of tight end talk with the new commitment. Uh, we'll take a little look at past numbers and uh, some answers about the Tank Bigsby and the Hibachi situation. We got that cleared up, so we'll wrap up the show with mm-hmm. that. Uh, first off, Landon King, surprising no one, committing to Auburn. He is from Humble, Texas, but he is not a humble 6'5", 210-pound, listed as a tight end. More on that in a moment. But on April 26th, he committed to Texas, and then on May 22nd, he decommitted. Many people are speculating it has a lot to do with him wanting to play with D. Davis, Auburn's uh, future quarterback. The number 23 tight end prospect in the 247 sports composite. As a junior, he caught 53 catches, 853 yards, 9 touchdowns, and he is the 10th member of Auburn's 2021 class. Third from Texas. Oh, yeah. You, you excited about that? Dude, I'm fired up. I... I... Uh, I'm excited that I don't know. Uh, yesterday when he uh, when he announced, I quote tweeted it and said, um, "Like shout out to Chad Morris for stealing this guy from Texas." Yeah, and some random person like replied to my tweet and said something like, "Lol, okay, stealing that's a stretch." And like, no, it's not. Like this was a steal. The guy was committed to Texas, and. Auburn went and stole him. You know how hard it is to flip kids, especially when like with Texas. I mean, Texas has a lot to offer. So, props to um, props to uh, Chad Morris. Absolutely, he's been absolutely destroying this signing class as of late. Mm-hmm. So, I watched uh, I watched a lot of Landon King last night and early this morning, and I, I just got some notes. If you're cool with uh, me going through that, I love notes. Big notes guy. Perfect. Perfect. All right, so he lined up all over the place. They had him mm-hmm. an H-back slot. They put him out wide. They put him as an attached true tight end. They put him in a stack behind other receivers or other linemen. They did some of those, you know, those QC formations. Um, he blocked out of some of those as well as uh, was, was the primary target on some of those. And then he was the inside wide receiver in a bunch formation, which is interesting. I believe he, he, uh, he blocked out of that. But they moved them all over the place. The, a lot of pre-snap motion with Landon King. But he was really more of a slot receiver than he was a tight end, which, does that sound familiar at all to you? 
sounds very familiar. Does it sound me. like Sal Canella to you at all? It does. And when it I does. Put, when I put a six five two ten in there, does that make a? You know, I mean, it's like oh, oh. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, because Auburn, Auburn, both Malzahn as well as Auburn fans have been like, all right, more tight end is coming. I don't know if it's necessarily coming with Landon King. I think he, this guy has big slot written all over him, in my opinion. In my opinion. Now, we're watching junior tape. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, from primarily as a slot receiver, 53 catches, 853 yards in high school as a junior, that's pretty good. I totally agree. That's It's great. And um, this is, I think that guys get knocks if you will, uh, in recruiting rankings and things when they don't have a true position. I guess we've talked about this uh, with Tarvarsh Dawson as well. Sure. Where it's, you know, if they knew whether Landon King was a a tight end or a wide receiver at the next level, they might, you know, boost him up a little bit. Yeah, the I- problem is he's 210 pounds, which is not enough to be a tight end. And if I had to guess, he's probably not quite athletic enough to be considered a you know Mike Evans AJ Green type six foot five wide receiver yeah I mean and, and he's he's six five he has plenty of room to add some weight on mm-hmm. and, and, and he will he will one during his senior season I'm sure and then also once he gets into this weight program I, I think it's going to be a few years till he's relevant in Auburn's passing game but he will be eventually and I think it's going to be really fun to watch with he and uh, D Davis um some other thing. Oh, so in Keith's write up on AuburnUndercover.com, he kind of King was named as like first team H back in his area. So like he was mm. recognized as an H back for you know whoever voted in that poll. So I think that's interesting. I think he does a really good job high pointing the football when it's in the air. Um, I mean, he he used his size to his advantage, getting the ball at the highest point, and he was taller than pretty much all the kids defending him. So I think that's. That's something using his height and his size to his advantage. A lot of kids don't do that. A lot of kids are afraid to dominate using their bodies that they've been blessed with. Mm-hmm. So props to Lenny King for that. Uh, he's got good presence with the over-the-shoulder catches. I know a lot of kids, especially um, early on in their careers, they have a hard time locating that. So he did a good job tracking the football consistently. Not afraid to go up and get the ball through contact. I know that's something. So mentally, the kid gets it. Mentally, the kid understands what he needs to do physically to, to bring that down. As far as him in the blocking game, he'll hit you. He's a bit of a lunger, which at the next level, when you get more athletic guys, they're going to use your your balance against you in that point. And so, you want to see that shored up a little bit, uh, especially when you know, uh, if for you to get on the field at Auburn, you're going to have to block consistently. But once yep. again, he's a junior, got plenty of time to get better at that. Um, he looks comfortable in pre-snap motion, which is something that Malzahn likes to do. I'm curious to see how much Chad Morris incorporates that under his time as uh, Auburn's offensive coordinator. Uh, my biggest knock against him is, I mean, he would catch the ball and typically go down or get brought down. You didn't get to see a whole lot of him running in the open field. Uh, I mean, he did not look comfortable running routes. And then when he did get the ball in space, he did not look super comfortable running. So... I think you see that with a lot of big guys as far as, you know, they look a little exposed when they're uh, when it's just them and a bunch of grass and then other guys kind of show up. So I think that is something to look at. And, you know, a lot of that has to do with athleticism. And I mean, the fact that he's six, five to 10, it's going to be tougher for him to move than a lot of other athletes. Well, also, as a 17 year old, 
I assume he's 17, and you're six foot five. That means you probably just hit a growth spurt yeah. at some point. And, and so he's, I, don't know, I mean, he's I probably mean, still a little lanky and awkward. Like, I, I think sure he'll. We say it a lot with uh, just like normal people. They have to grow into their height or into their bodies. I we mean, said that with Austin Wiley. With, yeah. uh, you know, on the basketball side of it, it's like he he just looks like he's still learning to walk a little bit. He's yeah. that body. So yeah, I, I think that's part of it. And so he'll have his senior season. And I think Auburn fans are going to really enjoy watching some of his uh, highlights and stat lines that pop up over the course of the Texas high school football season. And they're going to be excited to watch him uh, get to Auburn in 2021. So uh, I, I'm really excited about this guy. Yeah, and like you said, Zach, he's friends with uh, D. Davis. Yeah. They work out together. They practice together. Um, Humble, Texas is in the Houston metropolitan area. Um, where D is. Uh, another fun little tidbit while we're talking uh, high school football players. Okay. Um, North Shore High School in Houston, Texas, where D Davis and Jaden Roberts go to high school. Sure. Two Auburn commits. Um, they got ranked the number five high school football team in the country. How much of that do you think has to do with their, um, their solid quarterback play? Um, at least 98.7%. I think you're right. Uh, so that is also well, the freak radio frequency that uh, my radio show is on. Yeah, it's almost like I'm staring at that number right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did you lose your train of thought? Yep. Oh, like we've been talking about with D. Davis. I mean, North Shore just loaded with talent. They had a five-star running back go to, uh, I believe, TCU. This recruiting class in 2020, and then they got a big receiver, got right? Shadrick Bank, Shadrick. Shadrick Banks, sure. Excuse me. In this class, who's committed to Texas A&M, and I believe Auburn's trying to flip, uh, and then obviously Jaden Roberts, and I'm sure more guys. Uh, I know there's a guy Auburn offered who's on the defensive side of the ball, who's a 2022 guy. Um, I mean, they are just full of talent, full of talent. All right, I want to talk about uh, kind of what the tight end position looks like moving forward under Auburn and under uh, or under Chad Morris at Auburn, excuse me, right here on Locked On Auburn. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman offers parts on his computers, choosing the only brands that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers or phones with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Head to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. And do us a favor, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. So, Zach, I went to South Carolina last weekend, up to Columbia. We uh, we talked about that earlier this week. Yeah. And on our way there, we were like, you know, we're going to be in for uh, a little uh, adult fun this weekend. Wow. Maybe a few adult beverages. And you know what was right on the way? Easy place to stop. Oh, uh, you stopped at Frisky Whiskey. Our friends at Frisky Whiskey and they uh they did me right. 
Incredible prices. I compared them to the prices at the place that we went in South Carolina. They were cheaper. We went to the. I compared them to what I know from ABC. Way cheaper, right. Than what's here in Alabama. It was thirty minutes away. We were done with it earlier in our dri- Early in our drive, mm-hmm. it was perfect. Awesome. Yeah. So check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Just uh, follow uh, follow the signs. Follow the billboards off of uh, Exit Two on I eighty five in West Point, Georgia. All right, so I have a few numbers from the last two years. Nothing, uh, nothing too deep of a dive here. I just kind of want general thoughts, and then we'll move on to um, kind of answer some questions with the Tank Bigsby uh, Hibachi saga because hmm. that got a crazy amount of response on social media. So <laughs> you guys like that, and a lot of you guys kind of pointed us in the right direction where this information was coming from. So looking at 2018, Sal Canelo, who I, I think is kind of who uh, who. King looks like to me. 12 catches for just 111 yards, three touchdowns. Chandler Cox, who is obviously more of the H-back role, 11 catches, 93 yards at a touchdown. And then John Samuel Shanker, who's kind of the actual tight end, right? Three catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. Then last year, 2019, a huge increase. Uh, well, not really. Salconella, 10 catches, so two less catches, but more yards. 188 yards, two touchdowns. Then J.J. Wilson, 14 catches. Didn't realize J.J. Wilson caught the ball 14 what? times last year. That's weird, right? I that just, doesn't, that's not true. I, I, 133 <laughs> yards, one touchdown. And then John Samuel Shanker, three catches, 21 yards, and one touchdown. So I think... Whoa, uh, you left it at the Swiss Army night. I did. I did. You're right. At least one catch for at least four yards. And he stole our heart. How many times did they keep track of that? Not positive, but please continue. But I'm just, I'm curious to see if this goes up at all with Deal and with Fromm. And I'm just not sure it's going to. I think that Fromm, Deal, Frazier, Pegues, King, I mean, all these guys are... Does one tight end get over 250 yards? I think so. I think that they are all bigger receiving threats than the guys that you just named. Except maybe Sal. Probably not. But still. I think Sal's a better receiving threat than those guys. I mean... How do we know? I mean, we we don't know right now. We don't know. Okay. But I... I I think that with these guys that Auburn has brought in, it seems like they are trying to go back to more of like quote unquote receiving type tight ends instead of just guys who are out there to block. And, and with Chandler Cox and um, Chandler Cox and John Samuel Shanker and Spencer Nye and just a lot of these guys, it seems like you know when you put them out on the field, Auburn's running the football. Right. I don't think this guy is an H-back at the next level. I, I think they're going to put him out wide. And so we'll see. And, you know, there's other tight ends that, that Auburn going after, um, and that may change some things. But to me, this guy is a big slot receiver at the next level in this Malzahn offense, unless Morris just changes things up. And he might. He might do that. But I'm excited about what King has to offer. I don't know. Also, in college, I kind of feel like tight ends – like they're either very good blockers or good receivers. Like there's not really an in between. You know what I mean? Like rarely ever are you like, oh wow, this is a true do it all tight end 
at the college level. I mean, even when we're talking about a guy like O.J. Howard, who just dominated at Alabama, I mean, he was mostly a receiver. Yeah, he could block, but that certainly was not what they were really asking him to do. Like, he was out there to dominate as a receiver. So, I don't know. It, 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 like you said, Zach, it'll be very interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, Evan Ingram is a special tight end, I think, when I just think about college receivers. But like, Dwayne Allen, the year he won, what's the best tight end award? That the Mackey? Mm-hmm. I think he only had, like, 600 yards that season. So, like, if you have 300 yards as a tight end, like, that is really good. Yeah, that's true. And I just don't see any of Auburn's guys having even 200 yards next year as a t- from the tight end spot. One, because I think it's going to be spread out. And two, because Seth Williams is going to be hungry and he's going to eat everything. Yeah, And Bo's going to feed him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Let's address the Tank Bixby situation next right here on Locked On Auburn. Michael, I want to give some love to our friends at... Built Bar, I'm tired a lot. I talk about it every time I do this read because it's true and it's easy for me to rely on Built Bar mm-hmm. just to grab a quick mm-hmm. snack on the way out the door. And so, uh, yeah, with uh, with the baby keeping us up at night, uh, Built Bar is really one of the things that's keeping me going. And, you know, I love anything having to do with peanut butter. So the peanut butter brownie, I cannot recommend that flavor enough. So head over to BuiltBar.com. And, uh, you know, they're doing some pretty cool things with charity right now. A lot of their surplus orders, uh, they're giving all the proceeds of that over to, uh, to, you know, they're making a difference throughout the country. So you can get like 15% off of one box. I believe it's 30% off of two boxes. And if you spend, uh, if you buy four more boxes, you can get up to 50% off. So head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So apparently it all happened on Instagram. Yeah. It was all on Instagram. It was not secret at all. Um, They just kind of followed Cam Stutz and Tank. And um, yeah. So thank you. uh, I believe it was Jamie. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Jamie. Um, And also we have big news for Jamie. Huge news for Jamie. Um, Jamie is uh, he's the first nominated into the category for uh, the Locked On Auburn Listener Hall of Fame and the next uh, the next Lopez Awards. So shout out Jamie. Congrats, Jamie. It's a big deal. We're very proud of it's you. It's a big deal, guys. We need questions and feedback. Two zero five five zero two four two eight five is the best way to uh, to uh, to help us out. Tomorrow, we may uh, we may address a very uh, important question. That we got last week. You actually made a big spreadsheet about it, um, but we just didn't have time to do it. But um, who would win in a fight between the SEC East and the SEC West coaches? That's important. That's something that needs to be discussed. It does. Also, kind of to roll back the Tank Bigsby thing. Sure. Yeah, we need to talk more about that. It was the whole offensive line room. Yep. 
Um, it certainly, uh, that's what it looked like at least. It looked like it was, I mean, it was more than five offensive linemen. They basically filled um, filled the, the whole entire grill. Yeah, yeah, right. So, um, I guess shout out to Tank. It can't be cheap to feed all those offensive linemen. Do you think uh, if I'm an offensive lineman, I'm using that over DJ and like, hey, you know, the new kid's taking care of us. I mean, I don't think that you're going to like block harder in a game for Tank than you are for DJ, no. And I don't think they're going to like get asked, "Hey, who do you think is going to be the should be the starting <laughs> running back?" That's true. I mean, that's true. I no, guess you're, yeah, like, you're right. in theory, I guess in practice, but Tank just seems like he gets it. You know what I mean? As far as in school and as far as doing exactly mm-hmm. what the coaches say, it sounds like his diet is, you know, he's, he's killing it there. And just the camaraderie aspect of, you know, taking care of the guys blocking for him. Like, he really seems to get it. Like, he seems like a really smart kid. Yeah, and uh, NFL players and stuff get talked about as role models all the time. Yeah. And, like, this is a perfect example. Like, he clearly learned this from the NFL running backs. Like, I remember a year or two ago, Zeke Elliott bought, him, bought his <laughs> offensive linemen all, like, uh, John Deere 4x4s or something like that. And <laughs> when he won the rushing title, uh, I believe Lamar Jackson bought all five of his offensive linemen, like, Rolexes this year or something like right. that. Like, he he's obviously taking his cues from, you know, these guys in the NFL. And so that's... That's great, and like you said, Zach, it's a it's a good sign, a good leadership sign, also from Tank Bigsby. Yep. One thing I want to wrap up with the Eli Stove to represent Auburn on uh, SEC Media Days is uh, is gaining some hype, It's mm. gaining some steam, and uh, I'm cool with it. One might say there's steam around stove, or you could say it's really um, heating up. I don't. I don't really get the one. The stove's heating up. Stove's heating up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you kidding? Well, me? you didn't throw in. You just said it's heating up. We already That's, know who we're talking about. We're talking about kitchen appliance, which apparently is what they call them, according to Jervon Reed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kitchen appliance is heating up. <laughs> so my my final prediction is Bo, KJ downhill Brit, and Eli kitchen appliance stove. Those are my three. Mm-hmm. And I think those three would uh, represent Auburn extremely well. There's a lot of people that are saying that he's not going to pick Bo. And I'm like, dude, there is no way they're not sending Bo Nix. There's no way. It's th- He's the most, the single most boring person that you could send. Other than KJ. I don't even, I, I, dude, I feel KJ's like. KJ's boring switch is incredible. Okay, that may be true. I just feel like. I don't know, man. I don't know. I Who's your three? Pick your three. Go. I agree. I said Eli Stowe before you did. Did you? Yeah, I said Eli St- I was the one maybe who brought up Eli Stowe. Maybe you're the reason that it's heating up. Wow. Didn't even mean to do that. Wow. Didn't even mean to do that. Where can people find you and hear you, friend? Uh, follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter, at ZBlackaby. Follow the show on Instagram, at... Auburn podcast. We will see you tomorrow. This is Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.